Well, you know, we about to get right to it then. We about to get into our mental check-ins. How's your week, Deasia? Mental check-ins. My week has been amazing. A lot of grinding, a lot of hard work. As always. As always. A lot of exciting stuff going on, though, y'all. We definitely been trying to get on the map with getting our merch together to get released to you guys for a summer collection um like i think i mentioned this in the last episode though like i've been checking the numbers my goal was to try to get at least uh three 300 plays uh we are now up to 259 actually i'm gonna have to check that number again keep them going exactly we need like a little boom boom i don't know okay i need need like a drum set like a drum set (laughs) yeah I know that's probably hella loud in y'all ear. Y'all probably be like, y'all doing too much. But we um, gotta hype ourselves up. This is this is what we created. We gotta hype ourselves up. We do. We do. Um, and it's so crazy because it's like literally just going strictly off of faith. Uh constantly getting on this microphone, making sure that I just feel so responsible doing this. So I'm excited that you guys have been tuning in, that y'all have been rocking with us. It doesn't go unnoticed. Every time you guys share, anytime we get a tag, anytime you guys do a repost, we really appreciate, you know, that. And we want to do something special for y'all. When this merch uh, do drop, we do want to do something uh, special for our listeners. So definitely stay tuned because that's okay that means that you guys need to follow us on on instagram on facebook at the brown and balance podcast you can find us anywhere and we follow back period so stephanie how was your week Ooh, yeah who chat you know it was another week y'all you know the grind don't stop you know work 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 but i can't say it was definitely a better week um ironically i had like a like a little um work evaluation you know how that goes you know i was like if it's in a raise we don't need to talk but exactly. <laughs> no but what seriously no it was it was fine you know how, how they do you are. think diversity and inclusion should be implemented oh. in the workplace you know what they did try to say something to me about my personality <laughs> and i was just like what you mean they they you know when people of the opposite hand color of us try to tell us about our our tones Ooh, that part. You know exactly what they're insinuating. And I had to clarify and I had to check a couple people like, what you mean? Like, I'm going to need you to break that down for me, boo, because if you want something to be corrected or fixed, you're going to have to elaborate on what you need fixed. So that was a whole nother story. But overall, it went well. I mean, I do my job very well. I'm going to just say that, okay, y'all? I do my job very well. You know, if it ain't a raise, what is we talking about? Well, that's just being honest at that point. What's an evaluation? Like, what's that? What are we evaluating? Okay, I already got the job. It's just giving like picky. Oh, we listen to some oh, of your calls definitely. and we know oh, this. Definitely. They always try to, you, know, you, you if you guys day. know, you guys are working too, just like us, you know how it is with that micromanagement, so. Oh, yeah. Ooh, we, I ain't gonna lie. I don't have to deal with that at, this, at my Ooh, job. girl, thank look you at you. Jesus, God is good. Thank, thank you, Jesus, God for you. So yes, good. ma'am, because I, whew. 
Girl, this they is just trust us enough to be adults. But shout out to everybody that do have a nine to five and that's balancing having a nine to five while also trying to make room for entrepreneurship because it's definitely okay. not easy. Not uh, you have to prioritize a lot of things. You still have to show up, be responsible for your nine to five. Then use that money to take care of your bills and also struggle with investing into mm-hmm. whatever your business Finding is. Finding the balance. Finding the balance. So uh, shout out to y'all for anybody that is entrepreneurs. Okay. Like we've been saying, we want to talk to y'all. No, for so real. Shout out to y'all. Know. If ain't nobody gave you a congratulation on a pat on the back this week, Exactly. I'm giving you a pat and I'm giving you your flowers for this week. You because you doing that damn thing, okay? And even if you're not an entrepreneur and you just working hard, we giving you your flowers, okay? Yay. Okay. With everything that you do, anything mm-hmm. that you touch, we are praying that it is successful for you, okay? We it's are speaking done. life into y'all. Yes, the Brown and Balance fam. Everybody that's listening, everybody that's tuning in, this is a blessed community. We all are going to be entrepreneurs. Everybody is going to walk in their purpose. And we pray that you guys receive all of your heart's desires. And we're going to make this work together. We are building a very strong community here. The goal is to be brown and to be balanced. And we definitely want to provide opportunities and just a safe community where everybody can grow together. You know, whatever that looks like. We uplift each other and help each other. Yes, we're taking care of our mental health. We definitely eventually want to... um, we're going to get to that place very soon, though, where we do start giving you guys some um, visual content as well as bringing on some guests because we want to make sure that our guests will also, you know, offer a lot of value to you guys, especially talking about entrepreneur, just so many different things, man. So we're excited. So. Yeah, which kind of talks, kind of reels into our topic for the day, which is talking about what does it mean to be a black woman? How does it make you feel? Do you feel recognized? Do you feel seen? So, DeAsia actually came up with a list of questions, you guys. And I am, we're going to dig right into them because baby then got deep on us, okay? Yeah, I thought it was really important where we're talking about being brown and balanced. Um, I wanted to talk about the beauty of being brown and really embracing that. Yeah. Um, the first question uh, that I came up with was, what does it mean to be a strong black woman? So, of course, as always, I just go ahead and let Stephanie uh, take the torch with the first oh question. she always do this is peer pressure i do always do that this peer pressure this be like on the spot y'all okay because when i create my questions okay i'm not gonna lie i already be thinking about my response to them when i create them like hmm what does it mean to be a strong black woman well what does it mean to be a strong black woman to me being a strong black woman means that you are full of love mm-hmm. that you see the beauty in everything that you touch you know, whether it's employment, whether it's, you know, parenthood, that you are su- successful in everything. I feel like we don't get enough recognition in all the things that we do, you know, as being women of color, you know, because I don't want to just keep saying black women, like women of color, you know, minorities. I feel like what it means to be a strong person of color means that you are, are recognizing everything in the reality of what we face today. That means that you are very conscious of how you how you speak, the Ooh, energy like you that. put out, you know, the behavior that you you contribute to society. You know, that is what it means to be a strong person of color is just recognizing all these flaws that we have to deal with on a daily basis, that all these obstacles and battles that we silent battles that we have to face, you know, and we don't get to vent, we don't get to break down, we don't get to have a vulnerable moment, mm-hmm. you know, as 
many other people are luxury to have. I feel like that is what it means to be a strong. It's just, it's moving. It's keep going. Mm-hmm. It's keep doing it. Like, whether it doesn't work today, it may work tomorrow. If it don't work tomorrow, it may work the next day. It's you keep going and you keep working towards something. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you have a short-term goal, a long-term goal, anything that you want to do, that is what it means to be a strong woman is when you don't quit on yourself. Ooh, bars. Oh, my God. <laughs> bars. Okay. <laughs> She got D. Girl, this is on this on the spot. <laughs> I love it. Mm. you've been thinking about your answer. So. Mm. I, I ain't gonna lie. I be kind of <laughs> cheating. I be thinking about my answer. Why she going first? That's always make her go first. But she always, uh, you always start off, you know, really strong though. That was a that was a really, really great response. Thank what does you. it mean to be a strong black woman? It's crazy that I asked this question because I kind of get tired of that term, strong black woman. There we go. So I was actually thinking the opposite. Um, I think a strong black woman is also a woman that is soft. Mm. It's important for us to be able to walk into our true, you know, uh, feminine energy. I love that. Without feeling the need to be so strong all the time. Without feeling the need to, you know, make sure that we are carrying everybody else's problems along with ours. Feeling like we don't have anybody to talk to. And feeling like we have to be the head of the household. That we have to be the maid. That we have to be the nurse. That we have to be the wife. I think that it's really important for us to be soft. For us to have luxury do things that truly make us happy um, without it being questioned. I think that, man, a strong black woman, it's just such, it, it's just it's everything. It's, it, man, it literally, it is everything. Because we, oh, I'm sorry. We carry, we, we do carry everything. We carry the torch, you know, for generations. We, help we are the village you know for everybody we have raised other people's children while also raising our children you know the times and the the women that have come before us is definitely like strong examples of what a strong black woman look like just look at the women that you know have overcame um slavery and Harriet Tubman and you know CJ Madam Walker we're entrepreneurs you know we are everything we're everything that the world did not want us to be that's what a strong black woman is you know we we are living in a time now where we don't have to meet you know America's uh standards we are able to you know be whatever we want to be we are exactly we are able to do so many things now like, first of all, the number one um, entrepreneurs right now is black women. So we have definitely just taken over a role to where we could be whoever we want to be. And we could show up and show other, you know, black women and black girls what it looks like to not always have to be strong and be put down and still feeling like you got to experience so much trauma and be strong in it. We can get to live our life, you know, freely and be who we want to be without being apologetic about it. I like that. Yeah. No, no, I, I no, I I love that for be real. Who you want to be without being apologetic about it? Okay, with, with no regrets. Mm-hmm. I love that. That was a good answer. Thank you. I know that was a long answer. And sometimes <laughs> it I get, doesn't I, matter. Sometimes it doesn't I get matter. A little stumbled up on my words, but yeah, strong black woman. She does everything. 
But she don't have to do it and, you know, be sad and try to be strong, you know, through all of her trauma. Like I said, it's important. She can move through grace. Yes, move with grace. Exactly. And happiness and luxury. Yes. And be able to do what you want to do. We don't always want to be hard. We don't always want to be angry. We don't want to be labeled as that a stereotypical angry black woman because she mm-hmm. has an attitude because she's just exhausted yes we are ceos now a lot of us and, and it looks good and it feels good to see and to witness it's so many like it, it's so many great black women that are doing great things just great brown women in general and you know the minorities we are just taking over we don't we don't have to live in that we don't only have to be recognized what is is through our trauma is what i'm saying we don't only have to be recognized in that way now when somebody say what well, is a strong black woman you could say kamala harris you know what i'm saying like now we can say that, that i mean that we can we say some things. we can say a whole bunch of we things can we can say a whole bunch of people serena williams is a strong black woman exactly. we, i mean all that hate that she Michelle faced Obama. being in a tennis game like mm-hmm. come on now all mm-hmm. those prejudiced people trying yeah. to tell her that she need to stop that she too big that mm-hmm. she this she too buff or she that, too that strong. is not a sport how know? is she too strong to play right. a sport or that's not a sport for us we are able to do whatever hockey. we want to do. Oh, we taking over That's in hockey too. We taking over in hockey. We taking over in gymnastics. So I love to see that. It's just so important to see. That's why I say we don't have to just be recognized through our trauma anymore. Yes. We get to be recognized in stuff that we really want our to do success. that makes us happy and our success and being recognized our for passions. our success, our passions, and being great at it and killing it. And we and black women. Let me just talk about. We just say how strong we are. We are so strong that we are so forgiving. It don't matter what others have done for us. Black women open up doors for other women. That's that's how big our hearts is. That's how much we care. We want to see all women win. Not just black women, but women of all color. Mm-hmm. That's how strong a black woman is. She doesn't even just want to just carry and see other black women okay. win. She we claps for everybody. Exactly. She claps for everybody. Oh, say that again. I'm just saying, like, she that's what we got to do. We, we're supposed to uplift each other. Yes. We're supposed to clap. Because why are we in competition? There's, there's, I don't want to be in competition with my sisters. I don't want to be in competition with you. If I got to worry about being in competition with you, then what? Like, what's the point? What is the point? Celebrate What we compete for? What's the, what's the prize? But exactly. Because if the prize is, is me putting you down, then I didn't win anything. I didn't win anything. And the type of woman that I am, I want to be in a position to where I can help people that mean something to me and put them in a position. Like right now, the Brown and Balance podcast, this platform will be big. I'm already speaking that into existence. And I want to be able to put other women in position to be able to help. We need women engineers. We need a woman, you know, camera person. We need a woman producer. You know, it's so many people that are good and skilled at other things. And I want to make sure that this platform opens up the doors for those opportunities. I don't want to be the only one getting no bag and then all the rest of my friends still broke. Huh? How'd that go? It don't work. Okay? It don't work. And especially if you're not trying to bring your friend up with you or your, 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 or whoever mm-hmm. close by you, any loved ones with you, it's kind of like, what are you doing it for? Because if you're not doing it to support your, your loved ones, then you're doing it right, for the wrong reasons. For it. Right. And this is also for, you know, generations and for our beautiful daughters as well, you know, to yeah. put them in a position to where they can have something and they can say, you know, my mom, they started a platform and they opened up the doors for other women of color, other minorities. And now this is something that's going to carry into something else, you know, for years and generations on so it's super important when one win we all win when one clap we all clap okay um do you feel safe with other black women 
Oh, that's a good question. I'm a, we just kind of talked about that. I feel like, this just the sad part. I'm going to just be honest with you guys. I love us. I do. I love us to the core. Do I feel safe at all times with if I walked into a room with other black women? Not all mm-hmm. the time. You know, and I feel like a lot of times it's because it's society forcing us to compete against each other. Right. You know, whether it's with colorism, with the light skin, dark skin battle, or long hair, nappy head, oh or, you know, God. whatever stupid, yes. stupid stipulation or stereotype that they have about yes. black, or the stigmatisms that they have about black women or black people in general, I feel like they force us to be in competition. So it's like, mm-hmm. while I want to say that I feel safe with the black sisters that I do have in my life, mm-hmm. yes. But if I was exactly. to go into a brand new room and mm-hmm. no friends, I don't know. Mm-hmm. No, don't get me wrong. When I was in Cali and I was networking with a lot of women, they were starting their mm-hmm. own podcast. They were rappers, mm-hmm. singers, all t- mm-hmm. you know, all types of different people that I was meeting. Mm-hmm. And it was it was beautiful for everybody to be networking. Like when I mean like it was like a beautiful sight and a beautiful feeling to be mm-hmm. like, damn, everybody just want to support each other. Yeah, because that's how it's supposed to be. Because it's like we're not better than one another at all. Right. So it's just like, why are we in competition? I want to see you win just like I hope you want to see me win. Yeah. So me feeling safe, a safe space, I feel like I feel like it's kind of like a subconscious thing, mm-hmm. honestly. Now, I know that sometimes we may kind of sabotage ourselves or our thoughts. Mm-hmm. You know, when we walk into a room and we, we kind of uh, make an assumption that, oh, they're staring at me. They probably was talking about me. No, mm-hmm. baby, they probably wonder what you got on. Who are you? Ooh, like, that part. Mm-hmm. You know, which... Maybe they wondering who did your hair because it's cute as fuck. Like, where she get that purse from? Bag mm-hmm. from Sheen, purse from Sheen. Like, bag from Sheen, <laughs> purse from Sheen. Mm-hmm. But no, I'm saying though, hair like, from beauty supply store, dress from Fashion Nova. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying though, like, I want to say that I feel safe sometimes. I'm gonna say this. This is a key point. If I ever get invited to a trip and there's no other black person, I don't go. What? I just explain that. Okay. The reason why... Okay. Look at prime examples. And I know this is just like a fiction movie, but like, think about Get Out. Okay. I don't ever... Or think about the situation that happened on the news with that black co-worker who went out with her friends or mm-hmm. all them white people and she mm-hmm. ended up dying and they all came out alive. She spent oh, the night yes, over their house. Yes. What happened to her? Yeah. We still have... We have story. still yet in society to figure out the actual problem, what happened that night. Mm-hmm. The only people who know what happened that night is the people who was in that room, which are all people who don't look like me. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm very, very subconscious when I go places. Mm-hmm. You know, because there's still a lot of states that practice that sundown rule. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of places that practice a lot of things, you mm-hmm. know, and I don't ever want to be wrong place, wrong time. You feel right. me? So I, that's just... That's just my opinion. I know a lot of people don't think about stuff like that or think too deep into it, but I do. So if I don't have another person, like another little token with me, I need, even if we're not best friends, that's still support that I will accept because at least we mm-hmm. have some type of common mm-hmm. understanding. Girl, you black, I'm black. We're going to stick it, together. That was literally how me and Deja <laughs> met. Yeah, that is literally so how mm-hmm. me and Deja met. When we was outside, when we talked about in our first episode, I met her because when I looked around everywhere outside, I didn't see nobody that looked like me. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, I was brand new. She was brand new. Mm-hmm. But when we made eye contact, it was like, it was an automatic connection where it's like, you black, I'm black, baby, we about to be friends. Yeah. Because I don't see nobody else and maybe me and you gonna have some type of understanding because we have a cultural understanding. Right. So I felt safe in that moment. I did. I felt super safe that I was like, oh, it's another black person. Yeah. 
But do I just walk into a random room and automatically feel safe? No, it's about a vibe thing. You know, it's the energy that you, I mean, just like she said in the last episode, the energy mm-hmm. you put out is the energy you're going to get back in return. Exactly. So if you come out positive with people, with your black sisters and your, mm-hmm. you know, your black friends, your everybody, if you mm-hmm. come positive, you're going to get that same energy back mm-hmm. where you can feel safe. So if you give out a safe space for other people, mm-hmm. they give you a safe space too. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That was that was beautiful. Oh, I know that was long winded. <laughs> yes, you know she back in her pastor bag, back in that minister bag. She be going on, Shirley, and black women. <laughs> oh, don't let, girl, don't let me hit the holiday heart now. Okay. <laughs> no, that was a beautiful response, though. Do, do you I feel, feel safe? safe with other black women? Honest opinion. Yes, I do. Um. I haven't always felt safe, but right now I, I am in a place where I do feel like I have a nice, safe uh, support group of, you know, black women that uh, I pour into and I feel like they pour into me as well. I try to make sure that I put myself in healthy environments that can also uh, give me more of that as well. Like uh, for my birthday, um, I really, really, really wanted to go to this. I said, I don't care if I go by myself. I had went to the uh, No For Sure uh, first um, live podcast event that they had in Atlanta and when I say I have never ever ever experienced anything like that it was so much love there and it wasn't even just all black women there it was like so many different people there but like when I say all of the sisters just clung to each other it first of all it was a beautiful event because I was around a lot of like-minded women I wasn't around people that was you know where I felt like there was an opportunity for anybody to be jealous or have competition I remember just walking up I didn't have anybody in me I'm trying to figure out like where do I even go to like fall in line these girls like oh you can stand right here right right here with us it was like oh I love your outfit oh I like your hair and I just love stuff like that where we all just can be in a healthy environment and big each other up Mm -hmm. and just you know praise each other girl who did your hair like you said who did your makeup oh I like this and I was able to network and find a beautiful group of women where we still text each other to this day everybody live in different states but we all pour into each other so I I do feel safe with other black women i haven't always felt that way because i've been put in situations where i have been a little self you know conscious going into a room and feeling like um people may have judged me without knowing me or fairly giving me a chance and like she just said experiencing a lot of colorism i experienced that more so like growing up though like feeling discriminated against uh as a child like um going to school being in a black community feeling like it's always got to be the light skin versus the dark skin i literally literally hate that so much and my daughter she is very high yellow but i always (laughs) teach her that regardless you know like of your skin color you are still a beautiful black girl and Mm -hmm. somebody that looks different than you is also a beautiful black girl whether that little girl is brown skin you know um dark skin you know whatever color she is like you are still you are still a black girl and you never let nobody take that away from you but uh yeah it was a lot of uh bullying I remember growing up girls just didn't like me for no reason uh I'll never forget I was in the fifth grade and I had a girl I'm not I'm not gonna say her name um, <laughs> you like I'm not gonna drop no names. I know I always have to say that because I be so quick I be wanting to say it so bad too girl she know who she is <laughs> if you listening if you play. listening to this nah she probably up under the hood right now she used to dress like a mechanic so oh I don't care oh anyway bro <laughs> <laughs> No, she was um we were in the fifth grade well I gotta give her a name we gonna call her what I'm gonna call her 
Girl, you better make something real simple. Mm-hmm. What color does she wear? Just call her a color. Blue. All right, blue. We're going to call her blue. Okay. So, Blue decided that one day she just wanted to follow me home from school the last day of school. And she said she wanted to fight me. And I'm like, why do you want to fight me? I, I ain't did nothing ain't to you. This. I never told you this. Well, no. you about to hear the story today. I'm like, why do you want to fight me? I ain't going to lie to y'all. I was a little bit nervous. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm, not trying to, I'm not trying to fight Blue. Blue was taller she than big. me. Blue was big. But she big. was built up like, like Biggie Big, like Baddie's Biggie. Like yes, yeah, that's a perfect example. Of like how she was built up and stuff. Like she mm. looked like she had a very strong back, and she was I real tall. Her. <laughs> no, she was way taller than me. They I'm fall like, harder. <laughs> so they fall harder. Um, all you gotta do is I run. She had a real short ponytail, and like she put you a lot of black gel that. in that. You wouldn't have to mention. I that. did have to mention that because I, when I'm getting ready to fight, I can't even pull your hair because it keeps slipping out my hand. That's why you grip the but roots. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, we not fighters in here. We don't do that. I don't be fighting. I'm too. Classy. I'm a lover. I'm, I am a lover, and I'm too classy to be fighting. But this is when I was in the fifth grade. Regardless, the girl said that she wanted to fight me, so I asked her why, and she was like, "Because you light skinned and you think you all that." What? That was my first time like ever hearing something That's a like that. Like wait, she wait, think wait. You all that. Yeah, but then also it just it saddens me now. You know, I'm gonna finish the story, but it just saddens me how so many girls just grow up, you know, feeling like they not they not pretty enough because they not light enough. You know, like that breaks my heart. Although she's looking at me and being jealous and like wanting to fight, it just makes me like felt bad for her. You know, because it's like wow, like wh- whoever is in your home is triggered. not loving on you enough. You know, she's triggered. Exactly. We just talked about that. Literally. You triggered, you know, by somebody else. Or maybe you like the boy and he didn't like you and he liked the girl that was, you know, lighter skin. But it does hurt me because all black women are beautiful and I don't think that we should ever be in competition with each other. And, you know, my black is just your black. When I go in a room full of white people, we still I'm black. still black, baby. Okay. It don't matter how light skin I am. I am still black. When we were slaves and dark-skinned women had to be, you know, out there in the field, light-skinned women were still a slave, you know, still getting beat on. And, on and preach. Yeah, so it was like, you know what I'm saying? We all, we all are still equal. You know, my skin being lighter than yours don't make me no better than you. We both have experienced the same type of trauma within our black community. Yeah. But the girl wanted to fight. I didn't want to fight her. And um, her and a group of girls, they were walking behind me. And I remember uh, they were trying to jump me. And I walked up on the porch. And uh, the girl was like, yeah, I want to fight. My mama had came outside. She was like, um, which one of y'all want to fight my daughter? I ain't going to lie, y'all. My mama, she a little gangster. She was like, well, which, um, which one of y'all want to fight my daughter? And Blue, she was big and bad. She was like, I do. I want to fight your daughter. And she was like, oh, okay. That's fine. Deja, take your book bag off. You can fight her. She was like, and none of y'all bet not jump in because I fight kids too. And she was like, if y'all want, if your mama want to fight me, you can go get your mama and I can fight your mama. That's just how my mama is. Like, like just straight up G with it. And she was like, you gonna fight her. I was so scared. I did not want to fight that girl. I'm like, I don't want to fight her. I ain't doing nothing to her. You know, I'm over here about to crumble. I had my friend. I say my friend name at the time. Oh, I hope, I hope I find you one day again. <laughs> Her name was Dominique. <laughs> and Dominique, she was about that life too. She was like, no, if they jump in, I'm going to jump in with you. Mind you, we're only in the fifth grade. And I'm just like, oh my God, like I'm terrified. I do not want to fight this girl. So was this girl result? is is big. The end result is we end up getting in a fight. And she got beat up. And she wanted a rematch. I'm not doing it again. I'm tired. Oh, I don't like the rematch people. 
Because you got beat up and you yeah, wasn't expecting like to get just beat up. Take you know, your L and keep going, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, and then I, I, like I said, I didn't even want to fight, but I felt like, okay, at this point, now I really got to show out and fight. Because if I don't beat you up, my mama is going to beat, beat me later. So I ain't got no choice but to tear you up. Funny. What? <laughs> that's not funny. I'm sorry that you had to fight for real. Like, yeah, it was sad, but Blue got beat up. So I, no, I, I'm sorry, me. Blue, and I hope that you found the healing that you need to be a very beautiful and confident woman. Now, I really do. No, I no, I honestly understand that completely because I feel like growing up. I don't. Well, if you guys ever take a look at my social media, you know, and take a look and see what we actually look like, uh, I always. Uh, I never got that whole little uh, stereotype that, like, I look like a black girl. So, for me, my situations have always been like, oh, are you mixed with something? Or this mm-hmm. and the third. Or you think you better because you got long hair. Or mm-hmm. you think you all this da-da-da-da because mm-hmm. you got some new clothes. And I'm mm-hmm. like, nah. Like, also, like, on some real shit, like, I'm, like, the coolest fucking person. I know a lot of people say that as a cliche. But, like, on some real shit, like, I'm really chill. I never once thought I was better than anybody and I always had to realize that I can't take stuff like that personal. As a kid, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, of course you didn't know how to deal with situations like that, but yeah. as we're older now and I can look back on those situations, I can be like that was a self-reflection of how that person was feeling. They didn't feel like, they, they didn't love themselves so they had to try to tear, tear somebody else down, you know. And it was it was it was just stupid situations, you know, like even growing up with my, my siblings so I have two sisters, I have two older sisters and I've always been told since the day I've been born that we don't look anything alike. We have the same parents, okay, guys? Same parents. You know how it is as a as a black girl, as a black child. You and your siblings don't all gotta look alike, okay? Mm-hmm. You can exactly. have the same. You guys, we come in all different beautiful shades and colors, sizes, everything. We're yes. not gonna always look alike. I'm okay? light skin. I have a um, dark skin sister. That's what I'm a saying. Brown skin brother. My mom is light skin. That, exactly. I shades. mean. Your daughter's super light skin, like mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Her dad's not right. Her dad is dark. That's what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. we're all beautiful, different shades of color. At the end of the day, like Dia just said, That's we're all makes still black. black. Beautiful, though. it is. <laughs> it is. That's why I always thought it was funny when they called us color. I said, baby, no, y'all color. Y'all turn purple, red, pink, right. green, <laughs> like green, right? Like, right. Y'all the colorful ones, <laughs> literally. <laughs> but I just felt like colorism always played like a huge part as far as like the black community with that light skin dark skin battle that's something that we don't want to we don't want that stigmatism to keep surpassing we don't want that to keep living we don't want that to keep manifesting into this life and this reality where our society is still telling us that oh because this girl's dark skin that she's not pretty oh because she's light skin she's so fine yeah or because your hair is, you know, longer and her there's hair no, is, First of all, know, there's shorter. no such thing as bad hair texture. Thank okay? you. Thank I hate you, when people say that. Thank people you. People will say that shit to me all the time. Like, thank oh, you. You, got, you got good hair. What yeah. is good hair? I'm sorry. Yeah. What is that, boo? Because yeah. if you see my hair, baby, it got maintenance too. I, I got naps just like you. Yeah. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. You know what's so crazy? I had took a, a braiding class in the seventh grade. And I remember um, braiding the mannequin dial hair in the um, trainer the instructor mm-hmm. of the braiding class. She was an African woman. And I remember getting ready to braid the mannequin dial hair. And I was like, oh, this is so stupid. I'm like, this mannequin dial hair is nappy. I need another mannequin dial hair. And she was like, oh, no, 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 honey. She was like, we, we don't use that word. We don't call the hair nappy. She was like, all, you know, hair is beautiful. And she was like, as black women, we all have different texture and hair. And she was like, there is no such thing as nappy. 
you know, it's just a different texture. And it's important for us to learn how to maintain our texture. And it, and it I was probably like in the seventh grade. Uh, it was in the summertime when I took that. And ever since then, I just started looking at my own hair like differently because growing up in the black community, we always felt the need to like have to make our hair straighten to feel pretty or okay. people putting perms that's in standard it. beauty that's what i'm saying that's standard beauty you know just but but it just goes back to like you know what's being taught in your home or what was told to them so now they feel like oh oh this child hair is nappy i don't know how to maintain it's not that it's nappy it's just a different texture and you just don't know how to maintain it just let's just be real you don't have to put no perms in your kids hair you don't that's messing up their hair it, you it don't takes, have to put no perms their whole hair, hair follicle Yes, it's so crazy. Like, a perm is terrible. Like, even I used to be trying to put a perm in my hair to feel like I needed to maintain it more. It was the moment when I stopped putting perms in my hair is when my hair started growing the most and when it got really healthy. And then all I needed to do was just blow dry and just apply a flat iron to it. Now my hair is longer, it's thicker, it's healthier, it flows when I get a wrap. It's more easy to maintain now because now I don't have all those chemicals in it, though. It's the chemicals that be messing up your hair. All that grease, all that oil, that hot comb, those pressing combs that, you know, manipulating your hair. So, no, I, I get that completely because I feel like at one point in time, I used to always get my hair, my hair straight. Like mm-hmm. I used to faithfully make a hair appointment every mm-hmm. two weeks because I didn't know how to deal with my. So yeah. my hair is naturally curly. And I didn't know how to maintain it because yeah. all the products that I was using based off of the commercials that I was mm-hmm. watching was not for my hair texture. Exactly. So nothing worked for me. So mm-hmm. I'm getting frustrated like, damn, maybe if I just keep it straight, it'll be easier to maintain. Mm-hmm. Back in 2019, after I had got my wisdom teeth taken out, that is when I made a conscious decision to actually go natural, like full-blown natural. Yes. And I had stopped getting my hair done. And I just let my hair be curly. When I say mm-hmm. my hair started growing like weeds, y'all, mm-hmm. like, Deja is right. Like, our natural hair is so beautiful. It's just, it is. It took, it did take me a while. Like, I, all, everything that I thought I learned about my hair, I had to unlearn. Yes. I had to unlearn because what I Unhealthy was taught. Unhealthy habits for your hair. Yes, because I was taught by someone who didn't know how to maintain my exactly. hair texture. Exactly. Exactly. So it's like, what works Same. for you don't work for me. And Same. it didn't. And it did not work, y'all. I used to be, listen, I'm going to just tell y'all right now. If you know, you know, back in the day, early 2000s, I was one of them girls with the curly hair, with the gel, stiff in the straight bang. <laughs> not the straight Girl. bang. Not yes. the bang. Yes, the straight bang. Face. But my hair would be oh, curly. Oh. And you know it'd be all hard, rock hard, solid with all that gel. Like, ooh, I got pictures, y'all. Like, I'm not even gonna embarrass myself, but like, y'all, like the globe was real when I went natural because ooh. I never understood how beautiful my hair can be until I allowed it to be beautiful. Mm. That's deep. It's the truth. It is. We don't That's recognize the beauty in ourselves because we keep allowing society and these standard beauties to mm-hmm. tell us what we should look like yeah and all this peer pressure to get our bodies done or to do this or mm-hmm. put in all these ex- it's nothing wrong like i said on the commercials and stuff it's nothing wrong with wanting to better yourself but if you do anything or you make any changes make sure mm-hmm. it's for you yes make sure it's something that you support that you support yourself with doing it that you're not doing this to to be pleasing to somebody else exactly. that you're not you're not changing your hair texture to you know, to date or marry this guy because you want to give him this illusion that you're going to give him pretty babies with all this pretty hair. No, baby. Stop lying. Yeah. Be who you are. 
Because when them DNA and them genetics hit, baby, them ain't gonna lie anyway. Them ain't gonna lie. Then yeah. you're gonna be sitting over here trying to struggle with the curly head okay. kid and you don't know what products to put in there. Okay. And now you sitting over here trying to put a perm in it and make it straight. You cannot do that. Walk in your truth and anything that you don't like about yourself, you do have the ability to change. But if you are going to change it, like she just said, just make sure that you change it in a, you know, healthy manner. You know, make sure that you're doing it for yourself and not to try to please other people. Just make sure that you're just walking in your truth and just be yourself. That's why God made us all differently. We are mm-hmm. all different and we are all beautiful in our own way that's why your hair is the way that it is because nobody else has hair like yours that's why your hair is curly my daughter she has sandy brown hair god knew exactly what he was doing when he was making her you know and like i said the minute that i stopped putting perms in my hair that's when i learned to appreciate my hair so much more and it was so much more easier to maintain because i didn't have any chemicals holding it back i didn't mm. have to worry about putting different products in there Breaking to try your to hair make it off, look. Like... exactly all this dry stuff and all of that gel and stuff got a lot of alcohol in it that make your hair so dry make your hair so crunchy now you don't have your same natural curl pattern once i once i started paying attention to it i was like wow i didn't know that my hair could get a little curly i'm still going Going through the process where I'm trying to figure out exactly which products can help to maintain the little curl pattern that I do have, but I also don't feel the need to just hurry up and get my hair straightened all the time. And that's the beauty of being black. Baby, we can do anything with our hair. I can go get me a wig tomorrow. Then I can go get me some braids. Then I can go get me a ponytail. Then I can wear me a bun. Then I can wear it curly. Then I can go wear it straight. Then I can go get some clip ins. Okay, that we is like seventy five people black. in one person. Exactly. I could be whoever you want me to be. The you only to be Peter Rican. I'll be Peter Rican tomorrow. <laughs> I could Puerto Rican in this week. I'm gonna say Rican. The only thing I that I do hate about society is how expensive they make hair products for women of color. I absolutely hate that for us. Like, girl, maintaining your natural hair is mm-hmm. a chore. That is an, a write off that is an ex- tax expense because as much as they charge in all these these stores and these retail stores and if you look at those regular products like Pantene, Garnier, Fruities, they're so cheap. Yeah, that's because it didn't work, and that's because no, the because it's not for it was us. Trash too, though. It's yeah, not that's for what us. I'm saying. But and then it was trash. It's stripping our hair. That's so what you know. Alcohol. That's what it. I used to use as yeah. growing up because I used to watch all the. I used pantry. to be trying to listen to her. I remember one time she gonna Girl. tell me to use some Garnier. I never forget. I used oh. that stuff trying to make my hair curly after I got off the shower. My hair was so crunchy. My god, mama still got the track pictures of me with my hair looking crunchy. Mm-hmm. It was so bold. So, okay, okay. On my defense. That's why. That hold was, up. On my defense, ooh. my hair was crunchy too, bro. Like, it was crunchy. I didn't know. Like I said, when I was growing up, I didn't know how to that's do my hair. Like, I was crunchy too. And then they used to have little flakes and stuff. That's what I'm saying. It's all flaky. <laughs> but I'm trying to listen to my friend. Like, ooh, how do you put yours a little wet? I was watching commercials. You gotta use the Garnier after you wet it. Put a little bit of this in but, there. But you know why? Because all the people are around. I showed up to picture day. And baby, my hair is still crunchy on that picture. Really? Yeah, my guy mom got the picture oh of us. You're God. in the picture as well. Oh, my hair is crunchy probably too. Crunchy. Crunchy. I was still cute. <laughs> I was not cute on that picture. And the Girl, world will never cute. see it. Girl, so don't cute. even put it out Anyways, there. you always no, cute. not in that one. Not in that one. It was given very much crunchy. Nestle. Well, listen, we are uh, evolved <laughs> now. My hair is no longer crunchy, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's not. My curls are yes. luxurious. Like, exactly. You know, like Kent Williams. Yes. Or like I love like, that you for know. you. I love that for you. 
Because now uh, we are, we have evolved so much just as black women in our community to where we are now creating products, you know, for us, by us, for people that look like us. So it's who actually is aware of that's the hair what texture. I'm saying. Yeah, Taraji P. Henson, she got her own hair care line. Oh, Tracy Ellis, Tracy yep. Ellis Walston. Yes, for the she has a curl. Yeah, yep. I tried it out. That's what I'm saying. Expensive, it's so but important. okay, Tracy, shout out. She's it's coming, it's expensive. It is. That it's little pattern, that pattern. Listen, that that Girl, a by itself was like $15, but I understand. Okay, I, like I said, I support us black women, yes. so like, We hey. all gonna keep supporting each other, hey. So how do you contribute to your blackness? I think she just answered that by saying supporting other black businesses. Well, no, I feel like that can, you can dig a lot deeper with that, so. Of yeah. course. I mean, always supporting oh, you know, so one sorry, another. Oh, I'm so sorry, y'all. Was that in the mic? Yes, it was. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, y'all. I was trying to hold back that bird. I'm so sorry. Hey, we human. That was so unprofessional. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so how do I support? How do you contribute to How do we blackness? contribute to blackness? Mm-hmm. So I feel like, our con- well, my contribution, I feel like it's my awareness. It's okay. Being, I mean, think about it. You have to be aware to be conscious. That was, ooh. Say, I mean, say we can't again. slow down. I'm you just saying. So I'm just saying we can't. You know, that we can't was, just be leading the blind. Like we have to know where we're going. You have to be aware to be conscious. You have to that recognize. Really you have to. You have to literally sit there and recognize everything around you. You know, we're black women, so it's just like, like Deja said in the beginning, we face a lot of things, and I know mm-hmm. that we're not making this a you know a me 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 type of situation. It's just mm-hmm. us acknowledging just the truth and the facts. Mm-hmm. This is just our reality. We're playing the cards that we're dealt. Mm-hmm. You know, whether they're good cards, bad cards, you got to fold, you got to do this. No, like we playing whatever. We are going with the flow, yeah. literally. So my contribution is me being aware of knowing what I can and cannot do. My voice, recognizing what I can and cannot say, acknowledging mm-hmm. my truth and sticking to it and being supportive for myself and having confidence in myself mm-hmm. to be able to allow myself to lead my daughter, to lead the next black woman to lead my friend to mm-hmm. be somewhere else so we can all keep growing mm-hmm. that's the, that's my contribution is being aware of whether it's television music mm-hmm. you know authors you know athletes like all this consciousness around us mm-hmm. you know everybody loves to use that whole little cliche term about being woke i don't think people really understand what that means because being woke it's not something just subconsciously like being woke means that you have to be present like mm-hmm. you have to be mm-hmm. fully aware mm-hmm. of what you're saying before you just say something mm-hmm. you can't just speak impulsively and just say whatever the first thing that comes to your mind no mm-hmm. you have to be fully aware before you just make something because words have power mm-hmm. so what you put out there you gonna get back in return i don't want to put out some bullshit and then i get that back in return and wonder why mm-hmm. that's my end result no be conscious with every decision, every action that you make. Mm-hmm. That's your contribution to society to better us as black people is to mm-hmm. level up. It's to make sure that we're supporting one another mm-hmm. while actually supporting ourselves as well. Girl, you just oh, been dropping so many gems on this episode today. <laughs> you better preach. I love it. 
Mm, how do you contribute to your blackness? Um, I really love the response where you, like I just said, you have to be aware to be conscious. I think it's super important for you to make sure that you are getting the knowledge, but that you're also making a difference, you know, within your community. Not really just talking about it, but actually being about it. You know, not just practicing individualism, but actually making sure that you are creating a safe space and creating a platform or opportunities for black people to, you know, thrive and to flourish together, supporting those black businesses. So uh, it's not just surface level. It can definitely go deeper. You can, you can support other black businesses. You can put yourself in a position to have a black business or you can put other black people in a position and just making sure that you are leading and being a leader, not just talking about it, but actually doing it. Uh, mentoring, you know, training up the next black child, you know, encouraging them, giving them the love and giving them the voice. I think it's important for us to be able to tell our stories now and make sure that that's being that that's being spreaded, you know, without trying to bash other communities, without trying to bash other races, but just us being us and being proud of that is is so important because for a long time our history was here from us, you know, it wasn't talked about. So I always just try to make sure that I'm aware about what's going on in my community, what's going on in the neighborhoods, learning about my voting rights, also making sure that I teach my daughter what it means to be a black woman in this society. Um, even, I don't have a son, but making sure that I talk to my brothers and giving them the knowledge about, you know, if the police come in contact with you, you know, how you should respond and just really being aware about what's going on around you. You, can, you cannot just walk around in this world like as a black person. It is our duty, literally, to be aware and to be conscious of what's going on. And all of us have a responsibility to try to make a change so we can make this world a better place. Not just for us, but for our, our kids and for the next generation. So far, that's been being done, but we still have a lot more you know, room and responsibility to keep on going to make those changes. So... I'm always putting, you know, brown and balance on. This platform was created, you know, in faith. And we want to make sure that the door is open, you know, for other people as well. And that this just continues to grow. So I always try to contribute to my blackness by making sure that I'm aware of what's going on. Constantly trying to make change, sharing my stories, my experiences, showing up for my community. Any, like, black events, whether that's a concert, whether that's a business, whatever they got going on. Making sure that we show up for each other and let each other know, like, hey, I got your back. So, hey, I see you. I see you. I see you. That's also being aware. I see you as such a surface level mm -hmm. thing to Supporting say but each other. when I say I see you that means I see you for mm -hmm. who you are I see the inside of you mm -hmm. I hate that like the Asian makes a valid point about teaching our children you know about coming into contact with you know police or anything of authority mm -hmm. levels and I hate that we even have to have that conversation with our children you know and sometimes I also wonder yeah. like does other you know ethnicities Mm. or races have to have the same conversations with their children like mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure you know other ethnicities like maybe around like indian or mm -hmm. arabic or you know things like mm -hmm. that po possibly you know because mm -hmm. those stereotypes with them bombs, right this and, yeah you know, like going stuff. to an airport yeah mm -hmm. just pure ignorance i just hate the fact that we even have to have those conversations mm -hmm. with our children that we should never teach our children mm -hmm. to have to be scared of someone mm -hmm. that's supposed to help them yeah, that's supposed exactly. to be in a uniform to serve and protect them. But that's why it's important to be aware, you know, teaching yeah. them what their rights is, though, yes. too. 
you know, not when you come in contact with the police to be scared of them, but to know what your right is, you know, just literally as a civilian, you yes. know, like I have this right. No, you cannot search my car, you know, because it is that and the third. That's why it's important. I always just try to educate myself about what's going on. A lot of times I feel, I don't know. It's like the older I got, I just feel more responsible to do something. Do like it. who would I be as an adult and as a grown ass woman to not know what's happening around me or if in my community? Not knowledgeable. That's yes. what I'm saying. You're supposed to always read the fine over, I don't know what to do. It's so much stuff that, that, you know, a lot of people just don't know and just think that they could just walk around and it's like, no, we have a responsibility to know what's going on, even about voting and stuff. For a long time, a lot of people thought because they went to jail or was felons that they can't vote. No, you still have a right to vote. You still have a right. But you know what? That's what they tell us, though. Yeah, that, and they don't want... That's yeah. why you got to read. They say if you want to yes, hide something please, from Clifford, put it in a book. You got to read it. Listen, educate guys, we got to not... Thank you. We have to educate ourselves. Educate yourself. Like... If people who go through situations even mm-hmm. as similar with like renter's insurance mm-hmm. you guys have mm-hmm. renter rights okay mm-hmm. like I'm gonna need you guys to really go online pick up a book and start reading I don't sign anything until I read yes, everything because the they try to get everybody in the fine prints yes. because listen reading is fundamental okay it is it's a lot of people it that is don't very read beneficial. simple stuff yes it be simple stuff and that's how they get us. It's because they think we're so ignorant in this world that we exactly that we're so greedy in this world yes. that we're just going to do anything and take anything that they give us because they think that they're doing us a favor. You are not. I You're have not. worked hard for this. Exactly. I deserve this. I can use my job for an example. I'm not going to tell y'all where I work at, but a lot of times people be getting denied for certain benefits. I'd be like, mm, you know, you have the right to protest if you would have read Appeal. the letter. Read the letter. You have a right. You know what I'm saying? To look over this and to say, hey, I disagree with this. It, it would be so sad just talking to certain people and they just be like, oh, I didn't know that. Or, oh, I, I don't know how I do that. Like, it literally says it on your paper. If you do not agree with this decision, you have 30 days to respond. I read everything. And if you just take the time to read something, you will literally know that you do have the right to protest these things or to protect yourself when it comes to certain contracts or receiving certain type of, you know, benefits. It's so important. So that's a that, good point. Yeah. No, that's that's a good. When you educate girl. yourself, you just make life. Educate like others. Others. You educate others. Man, one team, one mission, baby. Yes, <laughs> each one teach one. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> no, I got okay. that off of the movie. I was fresh. I was gonna say. You say what's each one teach one? You irritating. <laughs> she said it's like a like a like a different way of doing things. Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> you irritating. She said what this is. <laughs> She was like, this is an alternative school. What alternative mean? All right, let me stop. Yeah, like, <laughs> Man, y'all know I'm going to be on here joking and laughing always. That was a good movie. It was sad. The book the book is way worse, y'all. I, I haven't read the book. The books make you feel dyslexic. Because the book is written exactly how she talks. Oh, like how she was like talking. Like, my nine claw Reese Persis Jones. Like that. No. I swear to God, that's how I read it in my head. It's the, yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. It's the voice. <laughs> what alternative mean? Stop. No, the book is so much more graphic though. It's sad. Oh, the Girl, color purple is sad too. The color purple is sad. I never read the book, but oh, just read the, movie the book by itself. The book is ten times better. This is so crazy how we having this conversation. I love reading y'all. I'm gonna just say that. <laughs> Stephanie, how was being a black girl presented in your home? Ooh, girl. All right. So, as I stated before, I have two older sisters, so mm-hmm. I am the youngest. All girls. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I feel like my parents experienced colorism so my father is dark skin my mom is light skin 
and I feel like they experienced some type of colorism growing up because think about it, they grew up in like the 60s 70s mm-hmm. you know 80s you know they really went through the trenches like mm-hmm. I don't I can never fathom what they actually went through you mm-hmm. know I would never I could never imagine mm-hmm. but I feel like growing up I don't think my parents made it a big deal. I feel like everyone around it made it a big deal of mm-hmm. what we looked like. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, including with our family, mm-hmm. you know, whether it was, like, my aunts, cousins, you know, uncles, whatever. I feel like they always treated us different based on how we looked. So, like, like I said, a lot of the times people, I don't know why people swear I don't look black. I do. I look black. I feel, I'm black, okay? I feel black. I look black. I'm black. But for everyone else, <laughs> blackity black. I am like I. I am. I would never deny my roots ever, ever. I'm never gonna well, say. I love that. being black. I, I that's what I'm here. saying. I would never sit here and be like, oh yeah, I'm mixed. Mm-hmm. Is that supposed to be a prize, boo? Like right. we all mixed with something. We was not born here. Like we're all mixed. We're all mixed. Like if we want to be, if we want to be technical, we're all race. Yes, it is. I've gotten that before. I remember when I went to my new school in Chicago, people was asking that. I'm like, I'm sorry, where did you get that from? That's very I'm definitely black. Like I said, I feel like growing up for me Ooh, and, my, and my daughter. Oh yeah. my god, I hate it. I hate it. I'm sorry to even no, no, no. You good. I had went to the. Uh, auto shop to get my car fixed uh the people that this I is recently to. um this was last year i always okay. went there before i got my new car not because now <laughs> i can go to the dealership Whoop directly but, um yeah it's the same uh auto shop that i will always go to and i remember the first time that they had seen nyla they was asking like oh what is her daughter you know um what does she mix with it's you know asking me what is the nationality of her dad and i was like he's black and it was like oh yes well what's your mom and what's it like, okay, it's just it's just doing too much. I know she kind of be giving y'all a little bit of blazing, but that is a beautiful black girl. It's 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 too much to even try to explain. It's offensive though. It is. It's like it's a half come in different shades and colors. Like with, if anybody tags. ever uses like those terms, like those like me and Diaz was talking about, like mm-hmm. off. We talked about this off screen, but like mm-hmm. those half compliments where people are like, "Oh, you're pretty for a black girl." Oh my god. Like that is like the most or like you said backhanded really. ass compliment mm-hmm. where it's like, am I supposed to say thank you because right. you just you're insulted me too? Dark skin, girl. Yeah, because if I'm pretty, I'm just pretty. My pretty my skin color has pretty. nothing to do with anything. My features are still the same. Everything yes. else is still the same. I would never walk up to someone mm-hmm. like, oh, you're pretty for a white girl. Yeah, like, that's exactly. rude as fuck. That's so rude. Like, so I feel like I I experienced that a lot growing up because me and my sisters, my sisters look they're they're a brown skin, so I guess people just automatically assume they just look black. They just identify them as black and identify me as some biracial, mixed mixed breed, mutt, whatever they want to call me. I've been called all types of things. I've been, they thought I was Puerto Rican. They thought I was Dominican. They thought I was Hawaiian. They thought I was Hispanic. Like, they thought I was Korean, Filipino. Like, I didn't have everything but black. So, wow. girl, you don't even know the story. Even at work, working at my job. I wore my hair straight for the first time and my hair is super long when it's straight from my natural state. If the sisters know what the curly hair, the the little shrinkage yeah, be the real. Shrinkage be the real. shrinkage be real. So don't let that fool you. When I came to work with my hair straightened, everybody's jaws dropped. was like, is that your real hair? Oh my God, your hair is longer mm-hmm. than mine. I said, and thicker too, boo. Like, next question. <laughs> How did you get your hair and like that? Um, I straightened it. Like the same way you get your hair straightened. Right. Like, like just ignorant ass questions but it's like it's ignorant because they don't know and that's this is why it's important for but us that's to have this what platform to educate is. people mm-hmm. yeah, but that's what ignorant is 
Okay, ignorance is not ignoring. Color. ignoring. Okay, and can we stop calling ignoring. black people ignorant? Because that is not ignoring. That is not our identifier. Okay, black it does not identify as ignorant. Ignorant mm-hmm. can be anybody. Ignorant just means that you are uneducated. At Thank something. you. And you're speaking on something without taking the time to be educated and you know knowledgeable in what you're talking about. Girl, whew. I'm just saying we. I'm. I know Deja Dove a lot because she is more on a fair skin tone than I am. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of throttling in the middle, you know, depending on my skin tone if it's summer or night or or winter because I change colors. Yeah. I know my daughter, she gets more than anything. I've gotten it a couple of times growing up, but I just tell people I am mixed with black and more black. So That's what I say. I feel um, like I'm black and black. They're yeah. like, what? I'm like, yeah, I'm black and black. I know black. my grandma, <laughs> she probably experienced that back in the day as well. Like, oh, light-skinned woman with green eyes, but whatever. Huh? Oh, yeah, you probably never paid attention to it with her glasses. Girl, but, I'm um, about to stare into her eyes. And it's because it be changing colors. I'm about to stare into her soul. Oh, yes, it changed colors, girl. Hey, girl. When she's sad, <laughs> it be a different color. That's so pretty. a little grayish. I can tell when Nana's sad. Yeah, it's crazy. Her eyes be changing I love me some Nana. She said when she was little, yeah, I used to call her red. Because she was like, skin oh, with God. red hair. <laughs> That's ignorant, too. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what they used to call Michael yeah. X, red. <laughs> red. Because he was so light-skinned and he had light hair. Right here. This conversation was so good. Um, we're just gonna go ahead and keep the conversation going by doing a part two because I didn't get the opportunity to answer um how does being a black girl how is being a black girl presented in your home? So we're gonna ke- continue to keep the conversation going about the standard and the beauties of being brown. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode. Don't forget to like, comment, review, all of that good stuff. Yes, thank you so much for tuning in, and we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.